Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. Well, welcome to another edition of E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. My name is Kerry Murdoch. E-commerce merchants know that retailing is migrating online. They also know, perhaps, that much of the publishing business is migrating online, too. One recent example of this is the Christian Science Monitor, a storied newspaper. The Monitor was founded in 1908 to be an impartial source of news, and having won seven Pulitzer Prizes and obtained a critically acclaimed reputation worldwide, it's largely achieved that goal. The Monitor recently made news itself by announcing the dropping of its daily printed paper in favor of a publishing model that's primarily on the web. It's the first major newspaper to announce this move, but almost certainly other newspapers will eventually follow. To discuss the Monitor's decision, as well as the broader implication for future news delivery, we are pleased to be joined today by John Yemma, the editor of the Christian Science Monitor. Well, John, thank you for your time today. Well, my pleasure, Kerry. John, tell us about the Monitor's recent announcement to drop the daily printed paper. Why did you do it? Well, Kerry, the, the Monitor has uh, Monitor is actually celebrating this month its 100th anniversary. We have been committed to our form of journalism, which is a sort of a humane, uh, understanding approach to global issues. And... Um, that's a mission that we want to carry on into our second century, and we recognize that uh, the business model for carrying out the news right now is fundamentally broken, that um, there are news companies all over the United States, and I, I have just come from one of them, but I'm at a conference actually right now at the Pointer Institute where we're looking at models for how to pay for the news. and everybody's looking at a different way to keep the mission of journalism alive in the 21st century at a time when people don't feel as though they should have to pay for the news that is subscribed to a newspaper. Um, there have been plenty of ways of, of approaching this, and there are, lots of, there are lots of ideas out there. But one thing that seems clear from all of this is that Online is definitely, it's not just the future, of course, it's been around for, you know, 10 years, and the Monitor's had a website, csmonitor.com, for 10 years, but online is increasingly the future of where we have to be, because that's where our readers slash users are, and so we decided at the Monitor, after a pretty extensive strategic review, that um, print as a daily 
was just a, it just wasn't viable any longer. It has a bad carbon footprint. It has distribution problems. It imposes artificial deadlines on the journalistic process. And so we felt as though we, and I'm not saying every journalistic organization can follow us, but a lot of people are looking at us. We could take the big step into a web-first strategy. We'll still have a, a foot in print with a weekly print product and also an email product. Um, we could take that step and we could learn from it and maybe what we learn could be useful to other journalistic organizations that are struggling with this right now. Interesting. What's been the reaction since you've made the announcement? This will happen at the first of the year, I think. Uh, actually, right? the, um, the official uh, end of the daily print uh, newspaper will be in April, but the increasing emphasis on the web is going. So you're right, at the, around the first of the year, you're going to see more and more emphasis on the website. So it's a kind of a gradual phase in. Um, the reaction, uh, the reaction of the media in general, uh, the, both the, you know, the kind of regular news media, the New York Times news stories, the commentary people, the bloggers, the columnists, and the people who actually write about media, uh, has been, it, it's been pretty constructive. I mean, they, uh, they, no one has said the monitor's crazy for doing this. Most people have said, well, the monitor's the first, and we wish them luck, and, um, uh, you know, there have, there have been some, and this is just the, the kind of the media reaction, there have been some who've wondered whether, um, whether we, we could make a go of it this way, but none of them have said that in the old way was anybody making a go of it. So that's been the, the media reaction, the, the public reaction. We have, uh, a call center, uh, call customer service lines at the monitor, and uh, we can't tell. We haven't been able to tell whether these are subscribers or not. I think we probably could put a put an overlay on that to figure that out. But of the people who have contacted us, uh, they've been overwhelmingly positive about it. Um, and the latest numbers I saw from this is from late last week indicated that about ten to fifteen percent of the people who were contacting us were complaining about it or were opposed to it. And if, as you know, in marketing, that's that's pretty good because that that's indicates good. yeah about an 80% approval rate and then the, the other people uh, are probably asking about details or wondering how they can subscribe or, or whatever. So, uh, and one of the reasons is perhaps not so important that those are subscribers is that our future is not about the print subscriber. It's about the online subscriber. So the people who are contacting us, whether they are subscribers or not, they always, of course, have access to our website. That makes sense. I can tell you, John, as a as a longtime fan of the Monitor, a reader of the Monitor, also a member of the media, I should say I think your your collective decision was both courageous and necessary. So I I. I respect very much respect the decision that that you've collectively made there. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, <laughs> uh, for what that's worth, <laughs> uh, John. From 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 what I understand, your in some respects the decision is anticlimactic. From this respect, you have more readers online already than you have in print, don't you? Well, yeah, we have a print circulation of fifty-two thousand that has fallen from. Um, uh, I think the high watermark in print circulation was around uh, 
220,000 back in the ninth, late 1970s, 1980s. Um, but of course, print circulation has always been hard to it's hard to verify exactly how much of that is fully paid up circulation. Uh, any, at any rate, we have about 52,000 current subscribers to our print daily. Online, uh, we average about 1.5 million unique visitors per month. So you can see that, and and that went up significantly during this most recent month because of the election coverage that we were doing. We were up over 2 million easily. So you can see that the magnitudes of people that you can reach with monitor journalism are so much greater online. The problem is, how do you, uh, you know, there is a, a loyalty factor with print. When people put their money down to pay for a subscription, they're committing to your print product. It's not, this doesn't indicate that they necessarily are reading it, but they generally are reading it because they're paying money. Um, so it's harder to judge loyalty online, but that's the task before us is to make uh, our website and our content, wherever you find it, whether it's in a widget or whether it's in disaggregated articles that are scraped by Google and found through you know Google News or whatever or through organic search. It's got to, our content has to be appealing to people and has to be monitored journalism. But if we do that, we think we're performing our mission. Do you do you expect your your site to to pay for itself? We we expect that uh, over. This is a five year a five year plan that we're launching here, and so we're migrating. Our resources. Uh, by the way, I should I should say that one of the things that a journalist that's really exciting about this is that if we can unshackle the newsroom and we have you know eight foreign bureaus and a uh, probably eight domestic bureaus, large Washington staff, and a number of other reporters and editors, if we can unshackle them from the daily print production baggage, which is really what that is. It's a very you know difficult process to go through. Um, we can free them up to do journalism on online. We should be able to do it more frequently and in a more timely fashion because there's no artificial distribution publishing process uh, involved. You know, we immediately are publishing once we write something. Even if we're not writing it at the moment that the event occurred, a, a terror bombing in the Gaza Strip, Within the news cycle, that is, within two or three hours, we could develop an analytical monitor-type piece, and that could be there when you are encountering the news, and we think that helps relevance. So by updating relatively constantly online, we believe we will build the expectation that people can come back to our site or can find our content anywhere on the web and can achieve a kind of a a perspective on the world that will help them understand and, and not simply be frightened by what's going on in the world. That's that, that's us. If we do that, we think that will build traffic. If we build traffic, we think that the monetization piece is the is the pretty standard one online, which is um, which is uh, cost per thousand impression uh, advertising sales, and. Uh, over a five-year period, we believe we can build up sufficient revenue from online advertising sales plus print advertising, because we'll still have a weekly, a very nice, I think, weekly print product that we'll be debuting in April, uh, plus syndication and other things to keep us viable. So, yeah, we're counting on a mix of things, but the biggest, most important thing we have to do is demonstrate growth on the web revenue side. 
That makes sense. Our listeners are are mainly e-commerce merchants, right? But they're also citizens, educated citizens with an interest in technology. Tell us about if they're not familiar with with your site, csmonitor.com. Tell us what's on the site and what plans you have for it in the future. You've you've alluded to that briefly. Well, if you go to our site uh, every day, we um uh, again, this is, you know, judges now, but I hope you'll judge us a little later to when we have been able to put more assets against updating the site. Um, but uh, what we do is we report about the world. Uh, and uh, so if you go to the site right now, you'll find news reports uh, written from all over the world uh, that look at the big issues and the stories behind the issues and the human dimension of, of those issues. We also do some multimedia. We're not, you know, we don't do a whole lot of it, but we do video. Uh, at the upper right-hand corner of the site, so I'm talking to you on November the 12th, right? November the 11th. The upper right-hand corner of the site, you'll find a video uh, that was done just after the Obama uh, uh, election victory that talks about race in America and what this means for race in America. I think what's significant about this video is that it shows a wonderful um blending of moving image video plus still photography and great sound. So that's something we do. Below that, on the right-hand side, we have a, a little um, a little widget that uh, shows you um, a little teased thing called Little Bill Clinton, A Year in the Life of a Refugee. This is a, a young kid whose family emigrated from Africa, was a refugee family from Africa, and um, they're in a school in Atlanta, and this is just tracking his life over a one-year period. He happens to have been named Bill Clinton, the little kid, in honor of the former president, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. the old country. And so we use a combination of blogging and uh, interactivity to tell that story. We had a wonderful, uh, during the election in particular, we had a wonderful way of analyzing how America is thinking and voting and where, what they're, uh, by by looking at different demographic types, we call this patchwork nation, and you can still find that on the site. And it shows you how you can look at America in different ways and understand it by different communities of interest. We think we may be able to develop that as an ongoing application on the site so that you can understand, for instance, marketing and markets uh, that may be developing over the next four years, not just political markets. Um, and... Uh, and we have a number of other features. We have a very good environmental blog and an environmental vertical that we do. We have an innovation vertical. We have some pretty strong science reporters. So, you know, we we mix it up a lot. But the main thing is we do what the monitor has always been charged with doing, which is to look at the world and not simply to shriek at the end and run in horror at the things <laughs> that are going on, but also know where progress is being made and sometimes that's in the sciences and sometimes that's you know in the environmental area we write about the problems of co2 emissions and global warming but we also look for solutions we sort of carefully are always looking for solutions and that's the monitor difference i i think that you know i was just listening to a presentation on the millennial generation and how optimistic they are about things and how solution oriented they are and uh it made me think that, you know, I think we're in a pretty good space to be, for our content at least, to be appealing to them. And uh, what we hope is that as time goes on, they'll look at us in a broader sense and, and understand that, you know, our journalism is not about just trying to lure you in so that 
you'll buy a, you know you'll uh, you'll buy a newspaper or you'll you'll uh, you'll we can serve you the ads, but it's also to sort of help you cope with the world at large, not just your local world. Well, for our listeners that once more that aren't familiar, the site is csmonitor.com. And John Yema, the editor of The Monitor, we want to thank you for your time today, sir. My pleasure, Kerry. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.